guys and welcome back to Champions Breakfast with Hannah. This week I finished off season one of My Hero Academia. I watched episode 12 and 13 and let me say I thoroughly enjoyed it. You'll hear <laughs> you'll hear it all. I am recording this introduction after watching the, the last two episodes so I've kind of jumbled things up like a bit of a puzzle here. But it was insane. I'm sorry that it's taken me a little bit longer to get these episodes out. Um, I was dealing with graduation. And if you don't live in Australia, um, you might not know. But we are currently living through a flood period. I'm in Sydney where we've had more rain in the first four months of this year than we have had in a whole year. So it's pretty wet down here. (laughs) I have had nothing to do but watch TV, work and Unfortunately, the rain has made me a little depresso espresso, so I haven't been able to motivate myself to record. The sun is out today, so I am recording this. I've done the last two episodes. I'm hyped about it, and then I'm going to go for a run. So keen to get started. Let's jump into it. Okay, so I've just finished episode 12 called All Might. The fact that it's called All Might, instant conniption, is he going to die? I am just waiting for the moment now. I'm fucking scared. We've ended it and it's ended on a cliffhanger. I literally sat there watching the credits start, just mouth, jaw open. Everything about this episode was fucking hyped. Oh, and there's only one more left in this series and I, oh, sorry, in this season. I am just losing my mind right now guys I am just freaking the fuck out so good um all right so let's get into it we started with again with a flashback making sure that we've caught up on everything straight into the OP and then straight back into the fight Aizawa has um a little thought projection and we hear that he says I've cancelled his ability he must just be super strong immediately I thought Nomu somehow has all Might's abilities um, not sure how, but we find out a little bit more about him throughout this episode, which is great. And then straight back to All Might entering the chat. He's come through the door. He came by himself. He thought that it was weird that 13 hadn't replied to any of his messages or his calls. So he started going to the facility on his own when he ran into Ida. So Ida's still out there gathering troops, which there's one episode left. I am nervous that in this last episode, something's going to happen to All Might, but people are going to come. So there is still troops on their way. Whether or not they make it before something happens to All Might or after, that is taking up space in my brain that should be used for, you know, life admin, like doing my washing or doing my dishes, which they can wait, bro. They They are not a priority right now. This shit is... Deku notices that All Might looks angry for the first time. He's angry that his students are hurt. He's angry that his colleagues are hurt and that he wasn't here to help anyone because he had done hero work that morning. And excuse me, but Handman calls him a heroic piece of trash. What? What? He is not a heroic piece of trash, please. He is a heroic piece of justice and peace. Get it right. 
If you're going to talk about All Might, then you talk about him respectfully. Especially because he might not be here for much longer and I'm scared. (sighs) All the villains also are scared, rightly so. All Might just breezes past them and they are out for the count. Done. He then picks up Aizawa like a little baby and carries him. He apologizes to him and then he flashes past everyone else and picks up Deku and the gang and knocks off the hand of the hand man. I need his name. I'm assuming they're not telling us for the build-up. I hope that next episode I do get his name because, bro, I don't like calling him Handman. He is way too powerful for a shit name like that. Ugh. So he knocks off the hand and Handman has, like, a breakdown about the fact that it, his face is showing we don't actually get to see his full face because he covers it up with his real hand while he goes and picks up the one that got knocked off but we do get to see like a side profile of it dude this boy looks messed the fuck up he's very pale he doesn't look like he has lips or if he has lips they're extremely cracked but he looks like he hasn't slept in about 10 years this guy intrigues me so much He's so evil and I love it. He's such a good villain and I've only seen him for like three episodes. So good. All Might says that they need to get out of here and so he asks Deku and the gang to take Aizawa to safety. They're all working together to help but Deku obviously really wants to help out and he's very scared for All Might. He knows that he has a limit and he knows that All Might was doing hero work that morning. So he's understandably very worried. All Might then starts attacking Nomu, has absolutely no effect. No matter how much he punches him, he's not affecting Nomu or even phasing him. And that's when Handman reveals that Nomu's power is shock absorption. We, All Might is like just punching and punching and punching. And we see like a, a full profile of Handman. And I know that I'm just kind of grasping at straws here, but he has red shoes on. The only other person I remember wearing red shoes that look like that is Deku. Why is he wearing red shoes? Is this yet another foreshadow? Is this symbolism? I need to know. I, if I'm wrong, I will eat a hat. (laughs) I don't think I'm wrong, but I've, I've, you know, never seen the show. I'm just going off all of these tiny little um, red herrings that I'm seeing. And I do believe that this guy has some sort of connection to Deku. As I said, Deku knows that All Might's at his limit. He's used way too much power. And while he's carrying away Aizawa, Mist Man, who we learn his name is Kurogiri, he makes a warp around Nomu. And Nomu is bringing All Might into the warp. And their plan is to bring him into the warp halfway through so that Kirigiri can then crush All Might, which is terrifying. While this is happening, Nomu was also holding onto All Might's stomach where the scar is. And he's kind of digging his hands in. We start to see blood forming. So he's actually making an impact on All Might. This is very terrifying, guys. This is not what I want to see. This is not how I want to spend my Thursday, but this is where I am. 
And yeah, so like I said, Kurigiri is going to cut All Might in half. That's when Deku asks Sue to carry Aizawa and he runs back to help. Like a little sweetheart. He doesn't even think he can do anything. Like he's already tried to punch Nomu and nothing happened. So I don't know what he's planning on doing, but he just needs to be there and he needs to help, which we all knew was going to happen. Deku is running and running and running when Kurigiri makes a warp right in front of him. And we think that he's going to be warped away. Slow motion again. But that's when Katsuki and Todoroki come to play. Katsuki smashes Kurigiri um, with his quirk. And Todoroki freezes Nomu so that he can't go through the warp any longer. And allows All Might to pry his hands open and get out. Kirishima's there too, but... He literally does nothing. <laughs> he does absolutely fuck all in this episode. He's just kind of there for the moral support. So Katsuki explains that he's figured out that where Kurigiri's body is um, because of his armor and that if he strikes the neck armor, he's essentially striking Kurigiri's body. Very clever from Katsuki. Very surprising from Katsuki, but very clever. Um... And then he d just explains about how he's going to kill him. Katsuki forgets that he's a hero for a second. You know, babe, heroes don't kill people. They catch him. They somehow null their quirk and they put him in jail. We don't kill. You're 12. Calm the fuck down. So Nomu, after losing All Might, he snaps himself out of the ice that Todoroki put him in, which snaps off his own arm. And then his arm grows back so he has multiple quirks as well he's got the shock absorption and he's also got um insane quick regeneration powers this guy is literally made he has been modified for all might um kind of scary very frightening that this is the case nomu goes for kutsuki to go and fuck his shit up um, and All Might moves him, throws him back to the group at the last second and takes the hit. He makes note of how you guys were going to kill children. That is... And it is. They're literally coming to a school and they are trying to kill children. But in saying that, Handman points out that Deku tried to kill him with a Detroit smash before Nomu got in the way. So why is one act heroic? And one act villainous. Babe, you're asking this question after you have infiltrated a school to kill a teacher. Like, you have no leg to stand on. People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones and you've thrown a fucking boulder at the window. All Might also points out that that's just what people say when they like violence and they just like to kill people. You don't need to make these big statements and speeches about how one act of violence is better than the other when it's obvious that you just like violence and Handman completely accepts that and says you see you saw right through me he doesn't have any morals in this situation I just don't think that he has always been like this I'm still convinced that this is the friend that All Might was talking about and the fact that he knows about All for, All for One and he knows that Deku has inherited the quirk. He knows more than anyone else in this situation. So I am, again, convinced that this is the friend that All Might was talking about. 
So All Might tells everybody to stand back and we hear his inner monologue that he's almost out of time and he only has one minute left. So, shit. (laughs) Uh, Handman says, let's clear this level. Yet again, another reference to this being like a game or a superhero um, comic. And All Might starts to take on Nomu. He is fucking Nomu's shit up. This whole sequence here was insane. It was so freaking good. He's punching Nomu so fast and so hard that everyone else, including Handman and Deku and the crew, have been blown away by the shock of everything that's happening. And he, Deku notices that he is using more than 100% of his power for each punch. So he's going above and beyond what his body is capable of doing. Which, if he's doing that, how is he going to take on Handman after taking on Nomu? He's literally using everything he has for Nomu. But also, I guess, if he's willing to, which he doesn't seem like he is, if he's willing to, if he can get Nomu out of the way, the others can probably take on Handman. His seems his quirk seems to be physical touch that then crumbles someone's body or crumbles an object. So... If that's the case, the others should be able to take him on. Like, Katsuki's got, you know, the ability to make grenades and shit that are away from his physical body. Todoroki can freeze things that are away from his physical body. Um, Deku can literally just flick the air and blow someone's shit up. Like, it's, it's not that hard to accept help. But All Might just really wants to protect everyone. That's where his downfall will be, I think. He can't protect everyone and he can't baby these students. He has babied Deku a lot and he has been there for Deku when Deku could have potentially grown in a situation. Obviously, there are some situations like the slime guy and things like that where he did need help. But this is one situation where All Might needs to accept that these kids are not kids anymore. They are actually heroes. They have stood up to all the villains that they've been faced with and still come back for more. These, what is it, four kids? I'm bummed that there's no girls in the mix, but these four kids are all pretty powerful in their own right. So the fight between Nomu and All Might, like I said, absolutely next level. It is so good. That's when All Might decides to use a plus ultra punch. Haven't heard that one before, which fucks Nomu's shit up. He gets sent out of the facility through a window, knocks through two clouds, and we don't see that fucker again. Thank God. I I kind of fear Nomu more than I fear Handman, but also I don't know much about Handman because he's been hiding behind Nomu the whole time. Now that Nomu's away... I'm keen to see what happens between everybody and Handman, whether he can fight or whether he'll retreat. So everyone is in absolute awe, myself included, of All Might's fighting ability. 300 punches he has sent through in like the space of that one minute that he had left. He says that he had to use 300 punches when normally it would have been five and we see, um, we see Handman just having a conniption. He's not happy that this happened. And he reaches up to his face and something clicks. I don't know if he's scratching his neck again because he's been doing that quite a bit throughout the episode. 
something clicks and then the episode ends and I was like sitting there going, what? Where's the rest? <gasps> so I am getting through these episodes a lot quicker and that's because I am so hyped, but literally they're just fights and the fights are insane. They are so good. The whole um, first half of this episode where it looked like All Might could be killed and then Todoroki and Katsuki coming in, that was sick. And Katsuki is actually taking Deku as a worthy sidekick. Like he's actually noticing Deku there for the first time. He's obviously noticing Todoroki because they're working together. This is the first time that we've seen Katsuki working as a team. Normally he does his own thing, which he did do at the start of the fight, but he, you know, took note of that when he was talking to Kirishima in the last episode and they said that we really, you know, messed up when we jumped in and should have let Space 13 handle the situation that they were facing. So I think that Katsuki is actually reflecting. He's taking note of the mistakes that he's made and he's learning from them. And that's good because if All Might can't fight, these four have to come together and work together. And I'm really excited to see it. I'm enjoying Kirishima, but I don't really understand what he's doing there. He's not really helping in any situation. Maybe, I guess he just would have followed Katsuki. But yeah, yeah. Super keen. I'm going to go and watch the last episode. I'm nervous. I'm scared. I don't know what's going to happen. Like I said, I think that All Might is going to... I thought that he was going to die. I thought that this might have been the episode that he was going to die. But if he is going to, I guess the season finale would probably be the right moment to do it. Okay, so I'm going to go watch the next episode and I will be back in a moment. Okay, final episode done and I am so happy. I'm so happy, guys. A lot of questions, as always, a lot of feelings, as always, and I'm just so fucking happy that All Might is still alive. I thought after the last pod that this was the end for him Um and then the second last episode when nothing kind of was happening, I was a little bit hesitant to have hope but oh my god what an episode though we've learnt a lot I have even more questions than answers which you know it's a good show if they if they if they, if they, if they achieve that so this episode um episode 13 in each of our hearts freaked me out initially because I thought oh my god is all my going to be living on in each of their hearts but no that is not the case thank fuck we have a recap, same as the last couple episodes and straight into the OP. And we start off by seeing that Denki, <laughs> little old Lecco boy, Denki's being caught purely because he's wandering around like a fool because he's used too much of his electricity. He's being caught and so Momo and Kyoka have to handle this hostage situation. They've got to put their hands up and stop using their quirk. Kyoka tries using her earphone jack to plug it into her foot because then she can use the sound waves to fight the villain. But this villain actually has a brain, unlike a lot of others. I did have a question here because I have seen bits and pieces of other characters that come into play. And I know that there is a character named Hawk or Hawks. And 
For a second, I thought that it might be Denki because they look very similar. Um, I think Hawks has glasses or something. So little similarities in the hair and the fact that he's a boy. (laughs) And I might be grasping at straws again here. But yeah, I'm wondering, is Denki Hawk? But that's a weird name to have if so, because Hawk I would have associated with flying. Anyway, go back to hand man who is scratching at his neck like crazy realizing that he's lost Nomu he keeps saying that All Might has cheated and All Might is steaming away he's trying to stall the situation because he is struggling that's when we learn his name so Kurigiri calls hand man Tomura Shigaraki he has a name Shigaraki Kane, I can finally stop calling him Handman. <laughs> so Shigaraki is scratching at his che- at his neck more and more and more. I'm wondering, is it the hands that are making him uncomfortable? Is that why he does it? Is he trying to hide his face because he is a villain um, or because All Might might recognize him if he takes the hands off? But point being, he's scratching a lot and he seems to be scratching more and more when things are out of his control. So it seems like an obsessive compulsion kind of thing. But either way, it's freaky as fuck. So he's going to need some like real good lotion after all of the damage that he's doing to himself. Shigaraki and Kurigiri run at All Might. And Deku has figured out that All Might is at his limit. He sees all the steam and he knows that he can't fight back because otherwise he's going to transform and therefore he is going to die. So Dorm. So Deki. Deki. So Denku. Deku. <laughs> excited Deku (laughs) runs into the fray jumps up and is about to punch Kuragiri so that he doesn't attack All Might while he's going to do that he's up in the air when Kuragiri makes a warp from one side of his body to the other so that Shigaraki can put his hand through and crumble Deku to pieces again slow motion the hand comes out shigaraki has the most evil laugh he's i'm going to get i'm going to say it again he is a really really cool villain and i'm thoroughly enjoying him being in this show i do think that at some point we're going to learn his backstory and we're going it's going to be like a demon slayer situation where we're going to learn his backstory and go oh he has reason no one has reason to kill kids but what has happened to him for him to be so angry and is he doing this because he actually loves violence and he loves to kill people or is he doing this because something has happened between him and All Might and he just wants revenge we all know that people who want revenge sometimes don't end up getting it and end up going back to the good side especially when there's a character such as Deku to kind of question people and be like the power of friendship will bring us together you don't need to be evil. We can be friends. And then they become friends. <laughs> Naruto. So when he's about to be crumbled and crushed by Shigaraki, that is when a bullet goes through Shigaraki's hand and we see that the other heroes have arrived. Everyone's turned up. All the teachers are there. Even the principal's there. He's he's on some asshole's shoulders because he can't walk 
apparently this principal I also want to know about because I want to know how did he become principal. I would have thought the most strongest would be the principal, but maybe he's really clever. This mouse bear looking thing. The teachers all look badass though. They're all lined up. They're all ready to fight. The DJ steps forward straight away and screams to knock everyone out. Another one jumps forward and, and uses clone jutsu to knock out the rest of them that are left. And then everyone else just goes to town and starts fucking everybody up. It's sick. I really enjoyed it. Really awesome to see pro heroes at work. Um, I did have one that I was like, what the fuck, man? But I'll get to that. Shigaraki vows to kill All Might and asks Kodagiri to warp them away. They've lost. It's time to retreat. And 13 tries to suck up Kodagiri but doesn't do it in time. Main point that we have here, though, is that all the villains are gone and All Might is still alive. Hell yeah! <laughs> it's sick. All Might is talking to Deku he's slowly transforming back so he's like half crackhead half all might but his crackhead side is smiling and that's the first time that we actually see him smile in his human form so it's sick he's actually really happy with Deku he loves Deku so much and I'm all for it I don't at this point I don't even care if Shigaraki is Deku's dad because Deku doesn't even need him he's got all might all might is the dad that he has needed his whole life. And I'm so proud of their relationship. Mm, beautiful. Kirishima runs to Deku because Deku cannot get up when he used one for all to try and jump into the fray. He broke both of his legs, so he can't do anything. Kirishima is running to help him out, but then Deku and All Might both notice that if Kirishima gets any closer, he's actually going to see All Might's secret. And they both have a little mini freak out before a giant wall pops up. And it, this is, this is where I have an issue. Another teacher called Cementos, whose quirk is cement. You can tell they thought really hard about that one. He puts up a giant wall so that Kirishima can't get any closer to All Might or Deku. And so he says, you know, guys, go and meet up with the rest. Everything's fine here. We'll get them to the infirmary. You've done a great job. Fuck off. Which they do. So All Might's secret is still safe. Shigaraki and Kudagiri have warped to a pub. In all fairness, if I'd just lost a battle and been shot four times, I probably would have gone to a pub as well. And we see the like the scene pans from Shigaraki's head down his body. We can see that he's bleeding because he's been shot, but it focuses and stops on his shoes. And now I know that I noticed them in the last couple episodes that he's wearing red shoes, but this time it focuses on his shoes for a while. They are red shoes. And I just think that this plays an important part. This is a connection to Deku. I know this is an anime, but he looks really young and skinny and I don't know if he is, I don't know if he is old enough to be able to be Deku's dad, but I still think that there is a connection there. Also, he's had hands all over his face, so I can't really tell how old he is. 
When it focuses on his red shoes, though, there's actually another moment in earlier on in the episode, now that I think about it, when Deku's broken legs are keeping him on the ground. And it also pans down and shows us Deku's red shoes. So the the connection here just reaffirms that I think there's something going on between the relationship between them that they don't even know about. Because I don't think that Shigaraki knows Deku who Deku is so it makes me think that there is more to this relationship than either of them are aware of and I think that All Might might be the missing link here once the hand comes off his face maybe All Might will put it together and realize oh you're Shigaraki you're my best friend in the past you're also Deku's dad boom I've solved it thank me later guys Anywho, while Shigaraki is on the ground, we see that he is talking to his master. And his master is just a computer screen with um, audio coming out. There's two people on the other side, but we don't know who they are. That makes me think that they are potentially double agents. Maybe it's someone who works at the school. Maybe it's the principal. I'm not too sure. Later on, I have another theory of who it might be. (laughs) I don't think it's a very fleshed out theory, but you know, it's, we'll see. (laughs) You'll love it. Uh, So Kodagiri somehow between warping him there and Shigurakiri, Shigaraki being on the ground. He's put on a suit. He wants to look good for the audio monitor that has no camera and for the guy that's bleeding and dying on the ground. Look, when fashion is your priority, I respect that, but I also think that you could have taken 10 seconds to maybe chuck Shigaraki a bandage, chuck him a band-aid, maybe give him a drink. He's literally lying on the ground bleeding out, but Kuragiri's uh, focus at the time was to put on a dapper suit and just stand in the corner looking looking hot. Each to their own, my love. We pan up onto the walls of the pub and you can see that there actually was a poster of All Might that has been ripped at some point in time. So I think that Kuragiri at some point has been a fan or at some point had respect for All Might which something has obviously happened for him to attack the poster. Again, there is some connection here, and I hope that I don't have to wait five seasons for this connection to come out to play, but it's drip-feeding me all these clues, and I'm really loving putting it together, especially putting it together on a microphone, because when I listen back, I go, Hannah, the fucking shit theory. Oh, that was a shit theory. (laughs) Or, Hannah, you're onto something there. This is when Shigaraki tells the audio monitor that there was a boy. He mentions Deku and he also mentions Deku's powers and how he had interrupted. So now he's got something, one, against All Might, but two, against Deku. I think that when they meet again, he's going to be really interested in Deku because he's noticed his power. And when they were fighting, he noticed that it was connected to All Might's power. So I think he's going to put two and two together, do some quick maths and figure out that Deku, he also needs to beat or that Deku is 
a weakness for All Might. All Might will continue. He will keep going. He will go as hard and as fast as he needs to. But Deku is obviously very important to him and is something that they could attack in order to make sure that they can get to All Might, whether or not that's through kidnapping or attacking Deku directly so that All Might has to jump in when he might not be able to. If I was a villain, that's what I would do. I would use Deku to my advantage as it is a weakness. We jump back to the school and everyone's kind of happy and glad that they're all safe. The invisible girl is talking to her peers and she says that she got taken to the landslide zone. She's so lucky that Todoroki was there because he saved her um, by freezing everyone and we pan over to Todoroki and hear his monologue of him saying that he had absolutely no idea that she was there and it's a surprise that he didn't accidentally freeze her as well. So I thought that was cute. Loved that. Uh, We also see Belly Button Boy. He showed up. I, to be honest, throughout everything, I forgot that he actually existed. He asks Sue, guess where I was hiding? And before Sue can even answer, he does a little flash, throws his cape around a little bit and says that it's a, it was a secret where he was anyway, so he wasn't going to tell us. That's when I come up with my hypothetical. Was he hiding or was he pulling the strings for everyone? Could he potentially be the audio monitor? It's a very long shot because he's only like, what, what are they, 14, 15 but, you know, sometimes you have to take the long shots. He could be working behind the scenes as a double agent and that's why his voice and face have to be hidden. Maybe he is working with someone, though, because there were two voices on the monitor. Very intrigued, but also there is a strong possibility that Belly Button Boy was just hiding because he's a pussy and he didn't want to get his cape dirty. (laughs) We've seen how much he loves his fashion as well. They discuss um, all the people that got injured during the fight and Aizawa is healing. His arms will be okay, but he may have lost his eyesight forever. If he's lost his eyesight, I'm wondering if his quirk is gone then as well. Does he need eyesight in order to cancel out a quirk or can he in some way sense where people are and then nullify their powers in that way? I don't think that that would work and I'm hoping that he does get his eyesight back. Um, But that was just a thought that had occurred to me. I'm kind of trying to think about all the possible avenues of where this show can go now. The principal starts talking about other people that have been injured and discussing things with the investigators. All I can see is boobs. <laughs> she's She's got big boobs. I have no idea what the principal was talking about with the investigator because boobs. Boobs. Anywho, <laughs> there's a police cat there as well. He's wearing a bell. Everyone thinks it's cute. I just had to make note of him because I too thought that it was very cute. Kasuki's looking up at the school where the infirmary would be and he's remembering Deku jumping into the fray. He starts to grit his teeth and so I was wondering if maybe he's either worried or he's annoyed at Deku. And I thought 
Would he be annoyed that Deku did something that he couldn't? Or would he be annoyed that Deku put himself in danger and so Katsuki's not happy about that? I think that Katsuki is starting to respect and appreciate Deku and I'm seeing this unfold hopefully I'm not making it up in my mind but I just really want Katsuki to actually acknowledge and understand that Deku is an equal he is not a piece of shit he is actually someone that Katsuki can rely on and Katsuki should respect and appreciate a lot more which because he doesn't Anywho, so is he worried for Deku? Is he annoyed for Deku or is he annoyed at Deku? Back outside, the principal and boob lady are talking about how rare warp quirks are. They are not something that people generally have. And if that's something that the League of villains have on their side it could be extremely problematic especially during a fight that's when we look over and they see that Nomu has actually been caught he is being compliant with the police so he's not resisting or trying to get out of the cuffs that he's in I'm not sure how long this is going to last and I'm not sure if he's kind of thinking maybe if he's on the inside he might be able to get a little bit more information I do not think Nomu will be in cuffs for long. He's too powerful and he hates Deku and he hates All Might and he's very, very protective of Shigaraki. So I don't think that this is the end of Nomu. I don't think that he will be lasting much longer at UA High whether or not that's because he's going to break out and fuck people's shit up or he's going to break out break out and go straight to Shigaraki or he's going to fuck shit up on the inside. I just don't think that he's going to be compliant for much longer. In the hospital, All Might's discussing to Deku and Recovery Girl that he has shortened his time limit again. He doesn't think that he's going to be able to do more than one hour every day of hero work. So he's slowly losing more and more of his abilities at first I thought that maybe he would be unable to use his abilities for longer and longer and then he would eventually die but I am thinking that maybe he's going to be unable to use his abilities more and more and just stay in crackhead form for longer not sure hope that that's it because I don't want him to die but Maybe that's where I was wrong, that he doesn't have to die for Deku to take over. Maybe he just has to lose his powers for Deku to take over. Deku has to step up in some capacity. And they may they may even be in some way matched now that Deku is learning how to control his powers. He punched Nomu and nothing happened to his hand. So he's that's the first time he's been able to do something like that and not break a bone. Oh my gosh. Guys, I have the show on mute behind so that I can remember everything that's happening. And there's a cutscene at the end of the credits. 
There's someone standing on a building looking menacing AF. Oh, damn. They got a big tongue. <laughs> okay. That was... There was not much to that, but... But... Whoa. I missed that. Fuck yeah. Another villain enters the fray. Hell yeah. All right. Let me pause this. Oh, done. Okay, so anywho, oh, fuck, wow, that threw me. Back at the hospital, All Might has shortened his time limit. Um, an investigator comes in and he knows All Might and he knows about One for All. This confused me because we heard that All Might mentioned he has a best friend that knows about his power, Deku knows about his power, and the principal knows about his power. Is this the best friend that he was talking about? Because he says best friend on the police force. Is this the friend? Because I thought that... Shigaraki was going to be the friend. But this doesn't seem to be the case. My theories have been blown up. Ah! All Might asks about everyone because he cares about everyone so deeply. And it reminds me about Deku asking about everyone as well. Deku just wants to protect everyone around him. And so does All Might. All Might really chose the perfect person for, for one for all to go to. And... Him and Deku are just so beautiful together. Every time they're together, they have the same reactions, the same conversations, and they hold such similar values and morals. I wish that All Might was actually Deku's dad, but me wishing that doesn't mean anything because it is his dad. Come on, like he's taught him how to be a hero. He's taught him how to use his quirk. He's given him the ability of one for all, like... It is a very master-student relationship, but it goes beyond that. It's master-student, it's best friend, it's father-son. There is so much to them and they are just growing closer and closer. And I really, really enjoy watching them together on the screen. Even when Kirishima was running towards Deku, both of them were looking at each other and then looking back at Kirishima and looking back at each other. And it was just, they have the same mannerisms and I just love it. This episode end the season ends with All Might. Well, I thought it ended with that. Apparently not. It ends with All Might um, talking about how this class is strong. They are the first class of first years who have had to go up and see something like this so early on in their training and they handled it perfectly. They all stepped up to the game. They all worked together and they all managed to get through it with only a few scratches. Incredible. All Might says that they were all going to become great heroes. Everything zooms out to the front of UA High. I have goosebumps and tears in my eyes because this has not been a waste of time. This show is so freaking good. I am just wrapped up in My Hero Academia and I want to buy merch and I want to look at memes and I know I can't because I still have four more seasons. Oh, fuck. Anywho, that is the end of season one of My Hero Academia. I'm going to start season two next week. Boy, oh boy, am I excited to start season two. Now that I've seen that cut scene in the middle of recording, I know that there is some sort of villain coming. He looks pretty menacing. Is he involved with everyone else? Is this going to be filler? I don't know. To be honest, I don't really care because I just want to see more of these guys. 
I'm going to watch the filler anyway because I just need to know more and more about everyone, even the side characters. Sometimes filler is shit. Some, you know, Naruto has 100 episodes in a row of filler. Like, get the fuck out of here. If that happens here, I'm probably going to die. But I'm enjoying this so much. I hope that I learn more about all the side characters. One thing I um, didn't enjoy about The Promised Neverland is that I had so many questions. I'm going to do a pod about The Promised Neverland because I really did enjoy it. But I have a lot of questions that I want to talk about on this pod because I want to see what people have in their own mind. I read the manga and I am up to season two of the anime, but I've kind of stopped watching it a little bit because it's fucking ridiculous. But I'll get into that on a separate pod. Um, But yeah, so that's the end of season one of My Hero Academia. That is the end of this episode of Champion's Breakfast. And I thank you yet again for listening and reaching out. All of the socials and ways to get in contact with me are in the show notes. So just flick that screen down and um, reach out. I'm just posting what I'm watching at the moment on Instagram, where I'm up to in My Hero Academia and just general memes and shit. Just shit posting really. But you can keep up to date with when episodes are coming out, up to date with Um, what else I'm watching in the fray there's things about Bleach My Hero Academia Promise Neverland Attack on Titan so much more Uh, and you can get in touch with me there as well so reach out don't be a stranger I love interacting with all you guys it's been awesome doing this so far and yeah have an awesome weekend weekend everyone I will be in your ears again very very soon (laughs) 